And to my left, left, we have our our producer, Mr. Jacob Miller. Howdy, Say hello. Howdy. Hello, hello. We have Mr. Jordan Lagersparta. Hey, guys. Way more uncomfortably close than usual. <laughs> <laughs> like, face touching. I don't like the feeling of your beer, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We, we were saying that he and Brandy are going to start an Instagram account. Oh, no. <laughs> And then, of course, we have our host, Dr. Ron B. Smith Jr. Woo! Guys, we never know what's going to happen on that intro. I think that set the record probably for the best one. <laughs> yes. And also, you've already heard the laughter. You've already heard the subtle comment. Because you see the title, you know that in the set, on the room, in the... Let's start with that again. <laughs> right? <laughs> Here with us <laughs> is guest speaker, Raina Smith. Raina? All right. Yeah. Hello, yeah. hello, hello. All right, so why is Raina here? Well, um, she's married to me and probably has 42 years of comments <laughs> and oh. material of it and excellent advice oh, wow. um, because she had to grow with me and is still having to grow with me. Um, but here's the cool thing. Here's what I love about Front Sight, that, of course, we're reaching men. Like, I don't know the numbers, but they're they're phenomenal they're numbers for no, no longer than how we've been out. But we're also reaching a significant amount of wives. Yes. And they're listening um, for a number of reasons. One, they're like, that stuff that you're teaching applies to all of us, which is true. Um, they're like, it's, it's great stuff. So I want to learn and grow myself. They're also listening because they want to know... Um, how, how the husband's thinking, like, how is he yes. thinking? What's he going through? So I can be better at being a wife. I can be better at managing him. So no script today, as you heard already by um, Jordan and Rodney sharing beard <laughs> notes. Um, all Wait, I, I just realized we didn't tell anybody we're sharing the same mic. That's why, <laughs> that's why I'm touching. I don't want ever to touch his beard. Why, why do you feel like you have to give a qualifier to that, Jordan? <laughs> What's wrong? I feel like I should say we're not sharing the same mic. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's front sight. We're supposed to be comfortable in our manhood. I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm comfortable, it's just, except for my face. <laughs> that's so every bit of this oh my gosh Raina you stepped well, in on a good one she, you guys are giving her material oh before she God. ever speaks yeah. yep. oh, no. and you know okay so Raina this is just no script and it's it's just here us um, in the room on the set just chit chatting and there are a lot of wives that want to hear but okay it's not just that um, I think there are a lot of guys that need to hear a wife's heart yeah a wife's perspective um, they do a really good job of sitting around listening to us um, guys talk about guy stuff, but I think it's really going to help and prayerfully help that they hear um, from a wife's perspective. Maybe they're not able to go to their wife and say, hey, I need help with. So they would like to know like what might be the potential response from a wife, maybe even what should be. Um, so here's two questions that, that I'm going to ask Raina. It's just two simple questions that we're going to spend our time on. Um, today, number one, 
Um, so right now, obviously, you know, be thinking about these. Um, uh, number one, the wives that are listening, they they literally want to know, like, what do I do with this? Now that I know sort of what my husband's going through, like, how how do I approach him? How do I share? And to be fair, there are some wives that are listening, and, and here's what they've said to me. They have said, like, I want to be able to go and share with him this podcast. He's not listening yet. Like, the husband's not listening, but she is. And she wants him to start listening, but she's like, I don't know how to, like, you know. So in other words, give some advice to the wives that are listening on how they can take this material, how they can improve, how they can approach. And then number two, we want you to finish by speaking to the husbands. Okay. Um, Big challenge, big charge, I know. But you've been doing it for a long time. We've been doing it for a long time. And just what you and I have uh, been through and just the material that my life has given you, you know, just in ministry and life and growing through parenthood, growing into, you know, being married and the phases that we've been through um, in marriage. So from children to ministry to uh, in-laws to, you know, just all of that, right? Um, just just talk. So here, here's where we are. You're talking to wives right now, and you have an opportunity to reach a lot of them that are asking what do I do with this material? How do I get my husband to listen? Um, what advice would you give me as a wife is what they're asking. Like, let him hear from your voice. What, what, what do you have to say to that? Well, I think the challenge goes back to, um, as we've talked about, that 100% on both sides. Yeah. And so many times that we talk about how, you know, we've gone through some things and we've had the opportunity to sit on the other side of the couch yeah. um, years and years ago. And I think the key is, is realizing that your husband has needs, your husband goes through a lot of the same mental game challenges 100%. as we go through. Yes. And I think the validation in that is whenever you're giving the podcast on mind games or you're giving the podcast on different things. Of course, some of the wives are like, wow, that's what I'm going through. Is that really what my husband is going through as well? Mm-hmm. And so many times we forget about that and we go historical on them instead of, you know, talking about the initial problem of where it is. So right. let's get back to how do you bring that up to mm. your husband? Mm. And I think that goes back to timing, sensitivity, and calling. Mm. Um, many of us, um, a lot of double income families nowadays. So of course, so many wives are having to, to help financially in the home. They're having to step up to the plate that they've never had to step up to before, just because it is so expensive to live in Florida. I mean, much less, um, being able to, um, be able to provide for your family, whatever that may be. Well, with that, we still have those same roles that are in place. So both of us are trying to do things, make money, do whatever. And then all of a sudden we get home and, um, you know, sometimes the wives are saying, I just want a wife. You know what I mean? Because it's like they both need to team up at night as well. And so many times... You know, just from both aspects, it's the respect of a wife to understand what her husband's going through at work during the day, right. mind games that he's going through, and the respect of the husband to understand what the wife has gone through 
you know, in a day. Because, right. you know, yes, this is front side. But we were talking, I was talking to my daughter about just even breastfeeding. That's right. like a 40-hour week job mm-hmm. in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and realizing how much work goes on at home. Right. And so I guess it's just that understanding uh, upon each other of where and um, the needs of each other and the timing of it. If your husband comes home and you're like, you didn't do this and this and this, and I need you to do this there. You have to have that respectful space of knowing when to press in and when to share as a benefit. Yeah. Um, timing is everything. Mm, yes, it you, is. We had a we used to offer a class called "Happy Wife of an Unsaved Husband," mm. and this was before email. This was before anything like that. So we would send out postcards to the happy wife class. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? And part of that is you know winning them without a word. Yeah, which is First Peter. Yeah, and so as soon as you press in, you're like plopping down the Bible like. You need to be this. Guys are going to give you the Heisman. Yes. You know, they're just going to be like, all right, step back. And that is not how you win. Or if they start taking steps forward and trying to do better, and then you're like, about time. I mean, it's like, no, that's not how you do it either. Right. It's 100% on both sides. It's a brand new day on each side. And the Biggest thing is understanding God's grace in your own life. Right. Once you understand God's grace and forgiveness in your own life, you can have forgiveness and God's grace in giving that to your spouse. Okay, well, here's a good point well. on grace and forgiveness. So a lot of guys want to be, we talk about this in, in Front Sight, biblical manhood has gone underground. And it's not that men don't want to be biblical, they just don't know how. Mm -hmm. So here's a conversation Rain and I have all the time. She's like, do you ever study the Bible? Um, Like, do you do these Bible studies? Do you do, and and, and yes, she's asking a pastor, does he ever study the Bible? Let me explain that. So um, she's like, are there any, what's the number one question you ask me? What good material is out there for men? She's like, and I'm like, listen, the average guy does not study the Bible like the average female. And to be fair, I probably could not complete the average female's Bible study that's out there. Oh, yeah. I would lose my brain. No, thank you. (laughs) I would lose my brain after week two, day four. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh. But they get, they love it. That's just how they're, how they're wired. And so to your point, when he begins to show interest, that grace and forgiveness and realize that he's probably not going to study the Bible, he's not going to intake that information and process it like you do. And, And that's okay. Because you're wired completely different, not yes. not only in how you study the Bible, but in your roles. One is one is a provider, one is a protector, one is an initiator, one is a communicator. And sometimes those roles, you know, take place. Predominantly, the 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 guy is the um, the initiator, and the female is the communicator. Predominantly, stereotypically, the guy is the provider and protector. And 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 again, to your first point, that doesn't always mean financially. We we've known so many couples where she was like the CEO of something. Yes. And he was the homeschooling dad or you know he had his other side business and so forth and they got along well. So it doesn't always <laughs> yes. have to be that the husband's the CEO no. and the wife stays home in the 1950s dress and gets the kids all ready but for dinner. But there needs no. to be an allowance on that. Yes. I mean it's like yes, we have a house full of alpha females. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the Lord 
um, you know, has brought these wonderful young men into their lives that have created such balance in their lives. Yes. But for our daughters to also respect their husbands or boyfriends or whatever, and to see that growth and potential in them as much as our girls need security Yes, to know that they're going to be provided for. And I think this really goes back to the lawnmower parent. I think this goes back to um, just the generation that right. we just kind of came out of, where it's like almost like this double income family. These kids are not n- learning how to like change the tire, how to check the house, how to be the yeah. you know provider of the house. Why? Because everybody was gone. Right. You know, they grew up in front of the TV or they grew up not necessarily like getting the job at 15. Everything is subcontracted out. Everything is subcontracted out. So it's not, you're not learning these basic trade skills. And just like on the parenting podcast that we do for Encourage Media, it starts with the little things. It starts with mowing the lawn. It starts with providing and understanding the the high calling of a man to be that provider. So to your point, a lot of men aren't learning that. They're not learning that. And that's going to be a potential gap in yes. husbandry in and the home. And some of them just don't know right. because they've never had that ability. I mean, right. you and I, honestly, oh, we kind of had that challenge because, yes, your dad was a contractor. Right. And in the very beginning, my dad did everything. Yeah. So I had to learn with you. Right. At the same time. And I had to lay down those things of, hey, he's not building this like my dad. I need some custom cabinetry here. You know what I yeah. mean? But but being willing to allow you to right. learn and to fail without going, dude, why'd you mess that up for? Yeah, you, you never said that. Well, except for the one time when I drilled the screw through the top of our TV console <laughs> oh, in our brand new house. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, and your I just kind of casually like, all right, I don't think that's quite where we're going. <laughs> no, that's a great point. Your dad could your dad could build a B fifty two bomber out of dirt and grass. Yes. I mean, he could, and my dad could build anything out of anything. And when I got married to Raina, my dad bought for me a tool belt. He goes, "You're yes, going to need did. this." married to Raina. Like <laughs> yeah. he knew that that's who she was, but you've always been. All right. So I want to pause for just a moment and talk to the guys because I want you to hear their responses. But here's my question to you. How do you, how, how do you guide a wife in teach and asking her to respect her husband when she doesn't have respect for her husband? Okay? I think it goes back Ooh. to forgiveness. Yeah. You have to have that moment that no matter what the story has been. Right. Oh, if your point. husband wow. totally lost his brain Come yesterday. On. Come on. Say it's pornography. Come on. Say it's mental. Say it's whatever. We have to remember that we are in a spiritual battle. Mm. And God has called us. I had a wife um, after the marriage conference talk about, of course, us being warriors. And I was like, you know, I have talked about us being a warrior family. I just picture these, this armor around us that we are here, you know, just like the Israelites being trained to be warriors. Um, that is our family. Right. And it is our responsibility as well for our Ability to let our husbands grow and realize that Ooh. they are a target. If 
if Satan can take out the general, he's got the whole platoon. Yes. And that's when the wife plays the role of the protector. We play the protector. And the thing is, is so many times both of us are saying, I need, I need, I need. And then, of course, the husband is saying, I need, I need, I need. And yes, there's this hard role to wear with all of the visual stuff out there. We feel like we're not the chosen one because eyes have been given to so many other people. That's a great point. Or our time has been given to so many others. Like me in ministry, I could have so easily said early on in ministry when you were gone so many days at every meeting, like, why is it that you can love all of these people and I'm over here like, oh, yeah, you could have said that. Where is it? But that's where it I'm comes. I'm sorry, Jordan. I, I also forgive you. <laughs> oh my goodness. But that goes back to calling. Yeah, yeah. And it goes back to knowing the bigger scope yeah. of the calling of your family. Mm-hmm. It is not today that we're looking at. We're looking at the development of what's coming tomorrow. I told a I told a spouse on Sunday. Basically, I said this may have nothing to do with you. Mm. The battle you're like, going yeah. through with your spouse right now may have nothing to do with you. Yeah. It may do all with your children. Right. Yeah. And their calling. Yeah. And I think um, what I'm pretty much hearing you say is that the most like what you need to be aware of is the perspective. And your overall mission for your family. Yes. 100%. And so I think definitely a good step, whether you're a guy or a girl, is to establish the mission of your family. Yes. Yes. And early so, on. Um, something for, I don't know, I'm obviously, I'm a kid. So <laughs> I haven't had like the, I haven't had the years of experience that you guys have already probably done that yourselves. And so like a good, thing for people listening that don't even know what a perspective for or a mission for your family even means is like what is a good outline or a good first step for kind of developing that and changing the route that your family is headed Mm. you know yes and it maybe you have to kind of swallow your pride as well yes you're gonna have to i mean and that's where forgiveness comes from but then that you know, until you've received God's grace, can you give God's oh, grace? Oh, point. You know, you said something earlier going back to it, and the thing that stood out was the word respect mm. in defining that. Because yeah. sometimes what respect is to the wife Great is point. not yes. the same thing oh, that yeah. respect is to the husband, and that's where the lines get crossed. Okay, so That let's, is so true. Let's, let's run with that. I, I want to come back to a number of thoughts that Raina and Jordan said, and they both connected. It was phenomenal, but I'm going to come back to that in just a moment. But So, all right, let's run with that. That's an excellent point. So, you know, what does respect mean? Uh, so define that. Um, Jordan, Jacob, Rodney, when you hear that the wife should respect. And the Bible obviously commands that. Yeah. What what does that mean to you guys? So, well, I just first want to lay down the the foundation that everybody has different personality types. Right. So for me, uh what means respect for me is that I'm being heard mm. and that my opinion is like matters to you. Right. Right. Validation. Um, exactly. Yeah. And so like I know, but that's just something that's my own personality type. But right. I think the main thing that would mean respect to anybody is to learning that person's personality type. Wow. Good and so point. you have to be intentional about paying attention to what, what changes this person's mind. Mm. What, 
what is what is important to your significant other, right. you know? And so, like, obviously, Rodney and Jacob, you guys might have something different that means respect to you. And obviously, Miss Rain is going to have something different as well. But it's all specific on That's the That's a really good foundation. That's so true. Yeah. Rodney, Jacob, who wants to go next? Well, you know, it, the, the interesting... Um, the interesting point that that kind of rings in my head right now is is aside from the fact that respect is different thing to different people um it's it's also not the it's also not just understanding the personality and I, I thought that was an awesome point yeah not just understanding the personality of the person you're talking to being very cognizant of the person that you are mm. in the equation um we were talking about it earlier right now there are, i mean there is a wave of men that are waking up yeah. And yes. for generations, women sure. have been leading in church. They've been serving in church. They yes. have been yeah. carrying the flag for the family and they've been begging for men to step up. And we're, we're actually witnessing it happening. Yeah. But what's happening is the devil's also using this because True. now the woman is having, is, is, is having to deal with the flag being pulled from her hand and right. it, there's trust issues there. And right. Particularly if the if the woman is kind of the 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 alpha in the right. in the relationship, yes. there becomes this complex arrangement of well, you know, you're asking me to take charge and I'm taking charge, and so now you're nitpicking the way mm -hmm. I'm taking charge and control because she doesn't want to give that up because yeah. that takes a lot of trust in oh, not man. just in in him but in God. Yeah. So it, there's there's it goes both ways, I, you know. And that can, it, when you're the man and somebody already has has been wanting you to take a step forward and right. wanting to trust, and you're the alpha, and you've just blown it off. You forced her right to take charge. Yeah. So yeah. you have to understand what you're asking her to give up and, right. and, and what that feels like. And yeah. I think Ron had mentioned um, years ago before, is like earning that respect back. Right, yeah. And realizing as a man that, say for a woman that's maybe gone through some flavor in marriage, it's like, it's going to take some time. She's not just going to overnight go, all right, you're good. It's going to take time working together. Just like on the other side, if he's been waiting on her to change and yeah. maybe be the mom she needs to be or being attentive at home and not just being on Facebook all day. You know, I mean, it's everybody has like we've talked about their own set of, of baggage, habits, things like that. And that's why I always say it's 100 percent on both sides yeah. mm -hmm. and realizing mm -hmm. what works for both of you. I know for Ron and I, we've kind of found out, you know, what works. I don't vacuum very well. So he comes in, does all the vacuuming. I mean, it's like, or he doesn't like to watch me struggle iron due to his military background. But, you know, because I kind of grew up around my daddy, you know, yeah, I can go fix a chainsaw. Well, is that stereotypical? No. But I think respect can kind of go back and forth of, yeah. you know, for a woman, as she respects her husband, she knows she's going to be taken care of. Mm. And many times we want that husband to step up to the plate. We don't want him gaming. We don't want him flopping yeah. from job to job to yeah. job to job. It's like we would not have to spend so many plates yeah, if here it is. A guy would just step up and be that point man that he needs to be. Yeah. We're oh, tired, yeah. you know? And the thing is, is just like they're tired, 
And you keep on doing this back and forth, back and forth with each other of blame. That's where you have to both just kind of like, all right, we're going to set this aside and realize that there is a different goal in front of us that we're working towards. Mm. And whether it be you have children, you're like, this is no longer about us. They're listening yeah. They yep, feel 100%. they they feel the tension of the room. We talk about that temperature gauge of the house. They can tell when they're having to step on eggshells for the day. They a girl's security um is the relationship of how a husband treats the wife. Yeah. You know, that daughter, I know for me my I didn't not get along with my dad, but it was my relation, my parents' relationship to each other that messed me up. Mm. It had nothing to do with abuse coming towards me. It was the verbal abuse among each other. Mm. And so that we don't realize, and that's where our own selfishness comes in. And we have to realize that, okay, we're a whole package. Oh, I think they're doing okay through this. Well, you can put a Band-Aid on for a little bit, but you're just pouring peroxide on and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Okay, Jacob, any thoughts on what does what does respect mean when a guy hears that? What does that mean? I mean, I think it's has something to do with, like, you have an understanding of what the other person needs and, like, or where they're at. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, and giving that trust and honor to where that is. And it's a mutual thing. Right. So... For me, it's, it's, it's and Raina knows this, it's not having to fight for it. Like, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't want to come in and be like the general or Captain Morgan. And I know, uh, you know what I mean? Like that, that yeah. liquor or whatever, you know, like kind of a thing, whatever. The that, rum guy. The rum guy, the image, you know, where I'm just standing in the house with my foot up in the air kind of a deal. But I think a lot of the way respect is portrayed is that's the way it's portrayed. Yeah. Is that the man is just sort of on a pedestal and the wife's doing everything around his feet and he's not really contributing. For me, that's not it at all. Like, I willingly surrender that I do not know how to do a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm like, Raina, I need your wisdom here. I need your engineering eyes on this. Like, I don't mind saying that at all. But the rub that the devil uses against me is exactly what you guys said. When I feel like I'm not valued, and probably nine times out of ten, I'll come to Raina like, what should we do? And nine times out of ten... um, it's her decision that I'll follow. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. not like I want to come in and be the decision maker and everything else. Yeah. That, that's not it at all. But it's just knowing that that you're heard, that you're validated. But yeah, yeah there are a lot of a lot of ladies that are listening um, that want to know like how how do I respect my husband? How and grace and forgiveness is so necessary, but it makes yeah. you so vulnerable. It does. Um, you know, especially if, like you said, if it's the fifth time you've shown grace and forgiveness or the 5,000th time you've shown grace and forgiveness uh, and so forth. Anything else on question one, anything else that you'd want to add, like what what would you share to the ladies that are listening, either the husband is or is not, that would you, you could just encourage them? If, if, if not, that's fine. We'll move on to the next one. Anything else? Just realize that they're... Um Husbands are in a battle Mm. and realize that you are there to help guide them through the battle. And uh, with that, um, you do have to step up to the plate and learn where they are. Mm. Yes, it is difficult at times. And I can't even imagine because, I mean, you have always like, even when things were flavorful or whatever, 
You've been willing to like step up and do whatever it takes to do whatever it takes. Right. And without just dismissing the family, you've always been very involved in the girls' lives and in my life and things like that. But there are times whenever, you know, just like all of us, and especially with guys, you can kind of get into a rhythm, whether it be schedule, busy schedules, travel, whatever my identity might be. And we're all susceptible to that. And of course, your spouse is the one that sees that closer than anybody else. So for the husband, they need to listen to their wife's intuition of, dude, you're not doing this. Yeah. Because yeah. your best buddy isn't going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And conversely, there's probably more women that aren't going to say anything at all. Right. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of men, like like my wife, Brandy, she's not going to get in my face and say, you know, I'm just going to just go over this list of things that I think you need to work on. <laughs> oh, right. I know. That's not yeah. happening. And so a lot of times you we misconstrue that silence as, you know, Enjoyment, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, right. appreciation, right. and so you have to be cognizant yeah. and in co. You know, I have to implore that I get that feedback and 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 make sure that. And it's also biblical. If you're right. staying in the center of the word, you know, you, you don't need support to tell you. Right. Uh, when you're stepping <laughs> off base. And Rod and I talk about how it's like um, there's the power of a praying wife. It's an old book that's been Dear out. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I give it to people, I'm like, going, get ready. And Ron's like, what have you been praying for me about? Yeah. <laughs> I had to ask, stop praying for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can't you pray that? I'm like, successful, <laughs> quit praying against pride or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Because God can handle it better than we ever could. I think to your point on that one, it's it's um, without a word, which is First Peter chapter 3, um, that you might win your husband to Christ. I think it's grace and honor and forgiveness. I think it's respect. And the comment I was going to make before we just sort of lead to our last question is in some respects, we're a little different. I don't By different, I don't mean better. But we're more, we're a little bit set apart in terms of being a husband and wife called into ministry, and and Raina knows this. Raina knows that, and it's it even sounds weird when I say it. She knows that Christ is my first love and my calling is my first love, and then Raina. If I don't have that in order, if I put yes. Raina in front of Christ, then if the calling's messed up and my relationship with Christ is messed up, then the whole thing. That's what allowed Raina to go through those seasons of life where I was gone so much. She mm. knew that there our family, back to Jordan's point, she knew our family had a calling, that it had a mission. And so I would just encourage the wives to start praying that your your um, husband would understand his mission. Yes, And that very he would so. be the one to come to the realization that he um, is responsible for that and that yes. you're partners together. In unless, that. I mean, unless... I'm having my time with the Lord yes. and filtering my thoughts. You're having your personal time yes. with the Lord and filtering your thoughts. Right. That's the only way we're going to come together. Right. Um, it's not, hey, it's provision. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's showing up at baseball practice. 
No, it's your time with the Lord because that is the only thing that's going to filter a husband to know right from wrong or what respect is or provision or being the point man, whatever, and to live on mission. So let's just go with that thought and go right into our closing little question here. Um, Here's You've asked me this. You've asked me two questions throughout the years in regards to men. Are what materials out there that men will actually study? And then number two, you said, what do you say to a guy that will cause him to not lose his brains? Like you've asked me those two questions. So you have a chance now um, to speak as um, a wife, but as a pastor's wife who has counseled so many, what would you now say to guys that want to change, that want to be godly, that want to be biblical, that that if you had a chance to sit down and say to them maybe what their wife wants to say, but they're not, they they wouldn't hear, or the wife is, uh, she's not, a, she, she doesn't think she's capable of saying it the right way to him. Give us some advice, some encouragement, and speak to the guys that are listening. Your wife wants a relationship with you. Wow. Your wife wants what you want. Mm. They want connection. They want intimacy. They want communication. They want to have fun. Right. They want to be your partner and encourager in life. But you have to make the decision of quit making excuses Mm. of why you can't get there. Wow. And take that step of faith of, I'm going to step up and be the man I need to be today. Wow. And sometimes... It may look different financially. It may look different. Um, it may be a step of faith. They want to know that you're putting God first and willing to take those steps to say, okay, this is what it's going to take for us to be together as a family. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start talking to my kids. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to be that supporter whenever I get home at night because although I'm tired too, um, both of you have worked full-time jobs during the day. Yeah. Well, both of you have a full-time job at night. Yeah. Um, until the job gets done. There's no roles. There's no, I don't do dishes. I don't do this. They may feel the same way. Yeah. Amen. And so being able to step up to the plate at night, I know you and I, and, and we've learned it. We do laundry together. We fold the laundry. We, mm-hmm. you know, I know it's difficult taking care of, Elderly parents, my mom's in the house, you know, so it's just kind of like we have to be very creative with our time. Right. Um, But they just want to know that they have a partner in that that step of moving forward. And if that wife takes that investment to say, hey, I'm going to go get another degree to do this. We'll do something with the degree or we're going to invest and do this. We'll do something once you get it. Right. You know, take that manhood step and wives allow your husband to take that manhood step. Right. um, To move forward. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, you can't say it any better than that. And, and to be honest, it's going to take back to it again. It's going to take grace and honor, respect and forgiveness on both parts, on both ends to do it. So guys, I think if we're just willing to come home and say, um, and and admit it, say, I'm not sure I know how to communicate to my kids, but I'm willing to try. Will you help? 
I'm not sure that I know what to do after I get the degree. Like, I got the degree. I want to work. I want to provide. Just say that. Like, guys, just say that. that that's part of I man yeah. up. Yeah. You know, she really wants, like, you want to be the man? Well, if she she could come in and crown you with a crown, well, that's not going to make you the man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to take grace and forgiveness and respect on your end as well, guys. It's, it's I mean, it takes two to tango statement is so, so true. Any other last words, Raina? Any in the room, Rodney? I I I liked what you said about you know. I think sharing responsibilities yes. to to lift the burden from each other is important. Um, I would just add that's also a chance to to continuously uh, benefit from the friendship of having mm. like those, that's time to have discussion rather than carving them up and splitting up and knocking stuff out. That's having a conversation. That's enjoying each other's company, uh, keeping the heart in the, in the light, in the laughter yeah. large. And so if you can do those things together, you can have the serious conversations. You can, you can do the other things a lot of guys get stuck with date night. Mm. That's, And then that's why it's so awkward, right? Because right. somebody who's not communicating with their wife on a regular basis and aren't friends, now you're, you're, all you're doing is having dinner. Right. And it's just yes. dead silence. You see <laughs> yeah. these people at the restaurant yeah. and it's dead silence. And it's like, man, if you, if you can just learn how to communicate and be friends and talk about the little things, now you're just like, man, we don't have any interruptions. Now there's nothing happened. Now we get to have a... Yeah. Right. normal conversation without any interruption. Right. But the thing is, is like we have family Friday night. People know that. But we all cook. You yeah. know, we all cook <laughs> together. Everybody's chopping up stuff. Everybody's yeah. kind of doing dishes together. Everybody's kind of prepping together. So true. And then at the end of it, we're all cleaning up together. We're chopping up. We're doing we're other things. We're all holding things. Benjamin. We're yeah. all just rotating. But the thing is, is that camaraderie, yeah. that being able to help in the whole process yeah. together, that is an activity that you're doing together. Yeah. It's not necessarily I'm going to go watch the tube while you fix the dinner. No, no, no. No, you know, you're trying to come to a common goal. Yes, there will be times like last night. I was doing laundry wrong with vacuuming. We we're trying to get it done. We we're doing different tasks, but we had a common goal yeah. of where we were trying to get to. And so being willing to do that. And then as a wife, I mean, yes, we are all capable of multitasking and things like that. But being willing to um, just work together with your husband towards a common goal. And then if they fail, continue to lift them up. Just like if you fail, you would want your husband to lift you up. And so I think it's just that 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 and both it is 100 percent. well reina we have enjoyed um hearing your voice on this so after so many episodes i have no idea which one we're on right now but after this many episodes it's kind of refreshing to have laid the groundwork for biblical manhood and for them to kind of hear you and for like i said the ladies that are listening for them to hear your voice very very um thankful for that well, I'm going to wrap this up by just one more reminder, just saying this. It's all about grace. It's all about honor. It's all about forgiveness. It's all about respect. You guys are a team. The devil absolutely wants to divide. Yes. It's the story as old as the Garden of Eden. Yes. And don't let him do that. Guys, you have a mission. And wives, you have a mission. And you two need to come together and complete 
that mission. So thank you so very much for listening and being a part of Frontside. Of course, share, like, subscribe, get the word out. We're praying for you. Be encouraged, literally be encouraged from hearing from a wife today of what you can expect your wife to feel and think. Already on the right, ready on the left, already on the firing line. Thank you, guys. See you soon.